I found this worm down by the creek. Hit it again. <laughs> How about ordering a normal fucking taco? Mm-hmm. I want puppets so foul. And then you got a shower. I, I, I'd like to be drunk. Can't catch me. I'm a golden snitch. Sushi jack knife. Sushi jack knife. Sushi jack knife. Sushi jack knife. Sushi jack they they said we're closed fuck all of you yeah wow. that's a, that's how the radio shack in uh reynoldsburg ohio <laughs> started uh messaging people on their facebook page when uh they were closing down oh boy uh, always hated all of you prick customers anyway. <laughs> Damn. That is severe, man. I feel like if you're if you're declaring bankruptcy, yeah. that should be the thing all of the companies do. Oh yeah. I in fact I'm gonna take it one step further. Not just declaring bankruptcy. Let's say you work at a smaller company that's being bought by a large conglomerate. Yes, being absorbed. Yeah. Just go out with a bang. I think that's nice. Yeah. Let, before before uh, Verizon takes you over, whatever <laughs> tiny phone company you are, just go go after everybody. LJ cell phones. <laughs> that's where I'm from. I, I like the idea. I think there isn't enough um, corporate anger in the world yeah no it's too controlled people are too nice the customer is always right no they're not sometimes the customer is an idiot or an asshole yeah or an idiot asshole and in that case they're very rarely right (laughs) i heard someone the other day said the best insult i just thought you gutless spineless son of a bitch (laughs) i just thought that was so good (laughs) i i uh speaking of customers always being right uh it reminds me of a, a, a certain person, they'll never hear this, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, in in the the city where I grew up, at the Mexican restaurant I worked at. In Kansas in, City. Yeah, in high school and college. <laughs> gotcha. He was a pastor at the local church. Oh. That's knock number one. If you are a pastor or churchgoer uh, that goes to a restaurant loyally after church, we hate you. Anyone who works in that restaurant hates yeah. you. You tip terribly yeah. every single time. Yep. I don't I don't know that I ever had anyone after I, I would work Wednesday and they had Wednesday night church. Oh right. And people yeah. would come over after. No one ever tipped over fifteen percent oh, that came awful. from that church. Oh. Garbage people. They already gave all their money to God. Yeah. Anyway, this pastor would come and he would look at our menu and every single time he'd go, I want a hard shell shrimp taco. And we'd go, that's not a thing. We don't do that. That's nowhere on this menu. There's the soft shrimp taco, and there's a hard shell taco with beef or chicken. That's all we do. Those are the choices. (laughs) And he would go, I want the hard shell shrimp taco. Just make the hard shell shrimp taco. And we'd go, that's not, you can't do that because the shrimp that we had were big. Yeah. So, and, and the way the taco would work is you would have to essentially fry them in the taco oh i see okay i see so they would be yeah yeah so every single time he would throw a a hissy fit until he got this and we would say fine whatever and warn him they're 
probably going to break. <laughs> yeah. The tacos. And, yeah. Yeah. And every single time they'd come out and he would complain because they were broken. That customer is not right. <laughs> no. That customer is wrong and also not right in the head. If you make that mistake one time, fine. If you've done it repeatedly, you're a bad person. <laughs> I, I don't care if God has ordained you to work with children. You're a bad person. How about ordering a normal fucking taco? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Hey there. Why don't you all go out and order a normal fucking taco? Just look at the menu, look at the taco options, pick one of those. I don't like people with a lot of preferences. It, well, that's a that's a weird <laughs> preference you just laid out there. <laughs> I enjoy. I want people who are neutral on life. I enjoy just everything. I enjoy easy going, though not too easy going. <laughs> Basically, there's. You know, 100% of people in the world, mm -hmm. 7 billion or whatever we're up to. Yeah. About 45% of those people are too particular. Well, I will agree with that. Another 15, 20, mm -hmm. too loosey-goosey. So there's like 10% of people in the world. I'd say it's higher than that. You though, think it's too loosey-goosey? Loosey -goosey? Goosey? Mm -hmm. There's about 5 or 3% let, that I like. Let me, let me step back from that. That's probably correct on the loosey goosey. Yeah. But you've got another 10% ish. Yeah. Who are afraid to say that they like things. Yeah. And so they pretend to be loosey goosey. And then they're stuck eating Indian food when they hate Indian <sighs> food because they don't want to admit that they don't, don't like, like it. it. Yeah. Just say you don't like it. You know, I have grown from being a person that was too loosey goosey about my preferences yeah. to a person who will come out and say were you actually too loosey-goosey though or were you in that 10 percent? no, no I, I was in the 10 percent i actually i actually had a preference mm -hmm. now when it comes to food there's a lot of things i'll eat yeah there's a lot that i'll eat oh i'm uh, the only thing food wise really that i end up doing preference wise is like if my wife and i are going out to eat yeah the answer to sushi is usually eh okay i like i'll eat it yeah I don't prefer Not it. your favorite. I will let it be known. I would not necessarily choose that if I had all the foods in the world lined up. Lined up in front of you. I love sushi. I don't eat it enough anymore. I tolerate it. Okay. I've never had anything sushi-wise that I thought was worth it. That like, knocked your socks <laughs> off? Yeah. It, I stick to the basics with sushi. I do the tuna, the salmon, I do some rolls. Those are the really boring ones to me. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, it's just good. It's just solid. I'd rather me. just have the fish. Well, you can do that. You can I, do that. But, I, but cooked? Yeah, it's usually better because you season it more. That's true. That's true. I want seasoned. Yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Sushi is usually uh, bland to me. I didn't have it until I was, I don't know. A teenager, because it wasn't it wasn't a thing where I'm from. I I always, people thought it was real weird. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, where you're from, if it was sushi, it was like, oh, let's not cook that crawdad. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat that. <laughs> I hit it with a rock. <laughs> I found this worm down by the creek. Hit it again. <laughs> um, yeah. When I when I eat sushi, I have to use an unnatural amount of wasabi. Yeah. To enjoy it. Okay. And even okay. then, I'm not enjoying not it, but I, there's flavor. Yeah. When I think about it, I've been a foodie since then, if foodie is still a thing. 
I've been of, a f- yeah. don't don't people don't claim being a foodie. Okay, well, I've been interested in food. How about that? I I'm very interested in food, but everyone who's a foodie, mm-hmm. uh, they they fall into that too particular. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, see, I thought it was the other way around. I mm. thought it was adventurous. No, they're adventurous, but if you if you say I like to eat at X. They will I give do you, like to eat at X. Yeah. Have you been to X? It's the best. I love X. They will give you a thousand reasons why Y is better and X is garbage and you're a terrible person. Damn, I haven't even heard of Y. Example. One of my wife's friends yeah. um, came to town. She came to town. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into any more specifics about who this is because I don't know if they ever have listened to the podcast or not. Okay. Uh, but... She ain't local. We went. We went to go get hot chicken. Yeah, and her husband uh, had heard about Nashville hot chicken. Of course, he did because all the foodies have heard about Everyone's Nashville hot heard chicken these days. And we went to Hattie B's. Yeah, because I prefer Hattie B's over Prince's. Uh, most people here do. Okay. Yeah. So Prince's is the original. If the original. you're not from Nashville, right? It's also. Not as good it's because, greasy. yeah, it's very greasy. And the re- the big issue I have is their seasoning doesn't go beyond the breading. Yeah. If you eat the breading off their chicken, then you just have bland chicken. In the inside. Yeah. Right. It's all and on so, the outside, yeah. So if you get a breast, like you take a bite, you get some of it, but then there's still meat there, and then you're just eating plain chicken. Yeah. Whereas Hattie B's, it seems to get deeper into the chicken. It must do something, yeah. I don't know. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that Prince's is bad. Yeah, but I prefer Hattie B's. That's fine. We we went there because he wanted to try it, but then they had to go to Prince's afterwards. Oh, because someone else told him that's the place you have to go. Oh my god, come on! And why Hattie B's was bad? Oh come on! Come on! He if he ate it and enjoyed it, that's enough. Yeah. Why? Why listening to other people for? I've been I've I've tried a variety of these hot chicken places. Um, nah, I mean they're fine. None of them are bad. No, no, no. It's hard to mess up fried chicken. But it's essentially fried. But chicken. But you want you want the seasoning to go all the way through. Sure, you that's do. it. If you can get it, yeah, that's all. <clears throat> Bolton's is good too. Bolton's they get is it down good. there. Yeah, I don't know. They get it down there. Yeah, they get it in there. I think what they do is they they. They get the chickens from eggs. They hatch them. Yeah. And then they, they train them to be very spicy their whole life. They they just, uh, they constantly are saying, be spicier, be spicier. Yeah. Eat this. Like giving them ghost peppers. Eat ghost and, peppers. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> those poor little bastards. <laughs> the eggs are just in there. They're in the incubator. And mm-hmm. there's, there's peppers all around the eggs. At what what level of spice can you handle in life? Um, all right, good question. There was a time when I was a younger man, um, when I would try to push the limits somewhat. Now this is like early, I don't know, maybe mid two thousands before we got all this ghost pepper and all this other right, stuff. Right, right. Um, and so it was just like. <coughs> We would do hot sauce. Yeah. So we would just try hot. So have you ever had Dave's Insanity Sauce? I have not. It's but a it paste. Delicious. Oh, I it's, don't want it's paste. Like, it, it's in a bottle, okay. but it comes out like a paste, and it is very, very hot. It's Why? the hottest thing I've ever what had. What is the benefit of it being a paste? 
I think it's just like more pepper material or something. I'm not really sure. Okay, good for it's them, It's just kind of pasty, you know? It's good for them. Yeah. So um, that's the hottest thing I've ever tried. And that was, uh, that was debilitating yeah. for a while. Except for uh, eating Chinese food. And I ate one, you know those little red peppers? Yeah. That are oh, there? I've done that. Oh, boy. That's that's an interesting experience. Oh, boy. I, I think it was General Tso's mm-hmm. that had them in it. Mm-hmm. It is. And yeah. the General Tso's that I had this in wasn't too hot. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what these peppers are, because this isn't very spicy. The pepper was much spicier oh, than yes. General Tso's. <laughs> and it lasts. Yeah. It burns it, for a it long wasn't, time. It wasn't like a, I can't go on with my day yeah. spicy. Yeah. But it was... It was an unpleasant level. It is. And it the the bigger issue was like half an hour later you're like why is it still there? Right. Right. I right. have eaten other things. Why has it not gone yeah. away? The first time I did that I was about 18 and I went on a date with this girl. Uh-oh. And uh needless to say no no second date. I ate the pepper. She thought it was funny at the time, but yeah. it, it went on for so long that it became not entertaining and like the 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 owner of the restaurant was like bringing me a glass of milk and this kind of thing wow it was intense yeah wow the reason i ask this is i have a co-worker who um he admits he doesn't like spicy food yeah fine i've never met a person to this level though he can't handle a jalapeno on something oh wow okay like Bear, like, no spice. Like, if he went to to a hot chicken place, he would get the zero. <laughs> yeah, if that's a thing, yeah. there It is a zero. They do have There's, a zero? Yeah, at Prince's, okay. I think it's Prince's, um, it is completely flavorless breading. Okay. It's the worst fried chicken you can possibly have. <laughs> Because there, it literally has no flavor in the bread. There's like nothing. In, there's yeah. not even paprika in there. I know. Yeah, that's spice. No, you don't. That's... You don't want paprika. <laughs> I I don't know if he could even handle paprika. Paprika is pretty mild. I know, but I mean he he's afraid of everything. Wow. So he he uh, his girlfriend a few weeks ago got a cup of cold water uh-huh. and dumped it on him while he was in the shower. Oh. So he has this plan of getting her back by putting spice in her food. Okay. And apparently she's as big a wimp as he is. Oh. So we were having this conversation, uh, me and another coworker and him, trying to figure out what he could give her that would be spicy. <laughs> and my friend's like, well, I've got, I, I make my own hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, and so I've got some ghost pepper hot sauce that you oh, could use. yeah, yeah. Which I've tasted it. It's actually not too spicy. Okay. Like, it's spicy. It's spicier than Tabasco. It's got some heat, yeah. But it's not going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went, no, no, that's not, that's too mean. And we had worked our way down to jalapeno. <laughs> just a jalapeno slice in something. Yeah. Too mean. Like, give her a sandwich and put, yeah. like, a jalapeno can't, in the middle. Can't handle it. Whoa. So, I don't I don't know what you can prank someone with. I don't either. If you think a jalapeno is too spicy <laughs> for the prank. Give her, like, a, a... Have you ever had, like, a serrano pepper, which literally tastes like a green bell pepper? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like... Just, just don't take the seeds out of it. Mm. And, like, it's got a little bit of a kick. It's like... <gasps> oh. <laughs> Whoa. Apparently, people, um, I don't know, tell me if you've heard this before, 
But apparently some of that culture is like you actually get a sort of high mm-hmm. off of like the really, really hot stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, uh, I don't know what I, I heard at one point what it does. Yeah. Cause it's like a brain thing. It's a brain thing. But yeah. it, it gives you like a euphoric sense. Yeah. If you get spicy enough. I've never eaten anything now, that hot. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it is immediately trumped this euphoric feeling by the fact that your mouth is on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like there are probably better ways to get that feeling. I think so. To get high? Yeah. 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 It's like what I've always said about runner's high. Uh, I, I've never experienced it. I don't know how far I'd have to run for that to happen. Not interested. <laughs> I understand. I mean, you might as well pour beer up your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do every time I run. Come on. Maybe How, that's the problem. N- with my running? Maybe you should separate those activities. I don't think so. <laughs> it's kind of like stretching. You have to do it. <laughs> if you don't do it, you're not going to feel right. I I wonder uh, how people would react if, you know, like at my next uh, obstacle race. Yeah. I got up there to the starting line and then went oh i gotta go butt chug real quick and then <laughs> took off <laughs> like you skip all the water booths mm-hmm. and you're just outside upside down yeah. get get to the water booth where's the butt chug yeah. you've got your own little station set up with with a little igor guy there mister <laughs> ranny just, what i should do is pull out like an enema thing yeah just pour it in Board and board and board whatever it is, master. <laughs> I just picture him having like a a hole in a table that you could jump into so yeah. that you're ass up, mm-hmm. and then well yeah. naturally, yeah, yeah, you gotta be ass up for this to work. Yeah, why are we so fascinated with this? I don't. It's I'll, a fascinating activity. It is just because. Here's why I'm fascinated. Two reasons. Number one, yeah, I want to know who the first person was. <laughs> that thought of it. All right. Number two, I want to know why people continue to do it because yeah. it doesn't seem like it would be fun. It doesn't seem fun. Doesn't Nothing seem about it seems great. Let me do a little Googling here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and uh, I'm sure that they're definitely paying attention to me now because I'm typing in origin of <laughs> butt chugging. <laughs> I just... It seems like <laughs> through the years, mm-hmm. eventually a person would have gone, hey, you know what part of the fun is with beer? Like drinking it. Yeah. Remember the drinking thing yeah. we used to do? Yeah. Alcohol enema. Uh-huh. Popped up. Okay. According to Wikipedia, this is an entry in Wikipedia. Okay. I've, of course <clears throat> it is. An alcohol enema, also known, quote, colloquially as butt chucking. <laughs> Is the act of introducing alcohol into the rectum and colon via the anus. That adds up. As if there was any other way. This method of alcohol consumption can be dangerous and even deadly because it leads to faster intoxication since the alcohol is absorbed directly into the bloodstream and neutralizes the body's ability to to reject the toxin by vomiting. Oh, yeah. This method of alcohol consumption is also known as a Tennessee chugger by teens. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I can we pick a different state? Yeah, why does it have to be Tennessee Chugger? I I don't want to be in any way associated with this aside from man that guy talks about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so the sections here are uh administration, effects and dangers, 
Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. There's a whole section on how it's done? Just to walk you through. It's just a paragraph. Okay. Uh, two reported alcohol enema techniques are via an alcohol-soaked... Oh, God. An alcohol-soaked tampon. Oh, I've heard of this. I haven't heard of that. Or a funnel, such as a beer bong, inserted into the rectum. Um, effects and dangers. There, We know what that is. Wh- which way would be worse? <sighs> the tampon or the tube? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They both sound bad. The tampon you got up there longer. I guess, but yeah, yeah. The tube, yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna have wet pants when you're done because it's gonna come back I out. I just imagine you have to be like completely naked to do this. Yeah, and then you got to shower. I, I, I mean, I don't want to do this anyway, but like <laughs> walking through the logistics of it is a real turnoff. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, I just. Because I know most of the time when this is done, yeah, it's in college at like a, a frat party. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a house party. It's got to be. Is there just a pants off room? It's got to be right. Like you walk in, pants off, funnel up the pooper. Do you think people get a fresh, a fresh funnel? That's a good question. Do they is, sterilize the? That funnel? is not hygienic. I mean, alcohol is sterile. Maybe they no. The beer is not <laughs> sterile. May, maybe they use harder liquor to sterilize oh, the funnel. God, this just sounds awful. We really need to enter. We don't know any any college students at like a big state school, do we? No. Yeah. Uh, and if we do, are they really going to tell us that this well, is something that? Let they me do? tell you, I tried <laughs> with Everett back in the day. Oh, you did because Everett was in a frat. Yeah. For all of, what, like eight months? Until they were annoyed with him? Um, until <laughs> until he voluntarily left the University oh, of Tennessee because right. he had no money to go there. Oh, um, oh, sorry, Everett. It's okay. He rebounded. He went to MTSU. Oh, there you go. He would never tell me if they butt chugged. You asked him? Oh, yeah. Repeatedly. <laughs> on a daily basis. He'd, he would say, uh, yeah. I was at a frat party, and I would say, did you butt chug there? <laughs> and he would never say yes or no. Huh. There was never... That's interesting. Yeah, there was never a denial, but he never acknowledged it was a thing. I just don't understand the core motivation. I understand drinking a lot. I, that I get. But. I understand the core, the core motivation, I guess. I can't relate yeah, yeah. to the core motivation, because... Never in my life has that been a goal. Right. No, me neither. Yeah. I've never in my life sat there and went, I'd like to be drunk, but very quickly without consuming yeah. any beverages with my mouth. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, um, oh, there's a BuzzFeed. Oh, we got to look at this. Um, uh, <laughs> 21 it, ways you know you're into <laughs> butt chugging. <laughs> Everything you need to know about butt chugging. <laughs> By the way, BuzzFeed is trying to do real news. Uh-huh. This is why I can't take them seriously. It doesn't matter what they turn up. <laughs> if um, they wrote an article and they had proof that Donald Trump met directly with Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. and left him a letter saying ways you can help me with the election, <laughs> they could Signed. write that whole article yeah. and I would go, yeah, but... But right right below it is a quiz on which Boy Meets World character I am, so I don't... It's hard to take hmm. you seriously. Um, is butt-chugging the new bath salts? Question mark. 
No, sorry, media hysteria, but not even close. And then, warning, graphic images. It's about buck chugging, so, you know. Wait, graphic images? Oh, God. <laughs> this is butt chugging. He's got, like, shorts on. And, he, and a tube and a Hawaiian shirt. Well, naturally. Well, that, that only What follows. other shirt would you wear for that Is that sort Steve-o? Of thing? Yeah, Jackass number two. Yeah, that's Steve-o. Oh. He's got, like, undies on. That there's somehow... I guess there's a hole in the undies. Mm-hmm. A butt chugger is one who consumes alcohol through his or her anus. Uh-huh. The vessel for this alcohol enema can be a funnel or a... Oh, the tampon thing they call sliming. That just... That just doesn't sound... You want to go sliming? Look, that's a couple of tampons in a, sitting in a cup of, of booze. And that looks like whiskey, which would make sense. Look disgusting? There's a point to it. Alcohol is absorbed into your bloodstream faster through your rectum than through your mouth. Oh, boy. <laughs> These pictures are priceless. Uh, also, you don't get the smell of alcohol in your breath. Clearly, young people love it. And they've been doing it for a while now. Oh, here's some letters. I mean, some uh, some videos. 2007, 2008 on The Doctors, 2010. Oh, boy. It was even a plot on CSI in 2008. <laughs> of course. Oh boy. There and, are 900 CSIs, <laughs> and they have to... At some point. They have to each fill 24 episodes a season. Yeah. And Law and Order SVU in 2011. <laughs> wow. And that one also makes sense. What are they on? Season 50 of that show? Yeah. But every so often, someone is hospitalized by alcohol poisoning via butt chugging. And the, na- and the nation, and, and they put in parentheses, and Anderson Cooper, is captivated by this crazy new trend. Here, the headlines after an alleged butt chugging University of Tennessee student was sent to the hospital. Oh, boy. Is it a picture of Everett? <laughs> 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 oh man so yeah i mm-hmm. now i just want to see the law and order svu episode because i would love to hear ice t address yeah butt chugging yeah <laughs> apparently they were doing it uh back in Jimi hendrix days that's odd that's an odd photograph i mean that and, really, I should be more surprised by that than... Oh, and this is a picture, apparently, from Prohibition era uh, of a beer bong with a lady. Oh. A flapper. That's... This is odd. <laughs> this is an odd trend. I don't care who you are. And here's a... a I think this is a woodcut from probably sometime in the 1700s <laughs> of a bunch of guys in wigs, and there's one guy on the floor with a tube in his ass. So there you go. Here's a zoomed-out picture of The Last Supper. Uh, <laughs> Should have known there was something weird about that other apostle. That's, uh, that's what happened with Judas. <laughs> Slipped into the other room. No one could tell because it wasn't on his breath, mm-hmm. but he was not thinking clearly anymore. Turned turned them all over for some gold. How different is a snake from a tube? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was that was one of uh, the proverbs. Yeah. In the Bible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then don't debate. I, can't, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Okay, we have to move on to something else. We've spent way too much time. Is the, is there really any 
such thing as too much time for butt chugging. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I it's one of those things where you know, in my in my in my more frivolous moments, mm-hmm. I'd be like, let's do that on the air. But that no, that's never. Well, this isn't happen. Howard Stern. No, well, that's true. They would do that. That would be such they? a Howard Stern stuff back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I assume now that Howard Stern is an old man. Yeah, the the stunts. Are way. are way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like that's something that Artie Lang probably had to do back in the day yeah. when he was on the show. Probably. And he gladly did it because that definitely isn't any worse than, like, using heroin. <laughs> which, which he did all the time. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> this is also true. I don't know how you come back from this topic, though. I don't either. It's hard to pull away from. No. Um, so, it was Tennessee what? Ten, uh, ten, oh, shit, Nathan. I don't know. I already closed it. Tennessee chugger. The Tennessee chugger. Is it because people at the University of Tennessee do it all the time? Apparently. I mean, that's, apparently that's the thing, yeah. I, I'm starting to hate our state. <laughs> okay. I mean, just now? Well, that... You've lived here for... Hmm, how long have you lived here? I, I've lived here since 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. The That's end of 2012. good six years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming up rapidly on six coming years. Coming up rapidly on six years. And I've mm-hmm. lived here for about eight. I, um, I mean, that's not the only reason. Sure. Uh, this, so, for those who aren't from the area... Um, the state of Tennessee is known for being terrible for allergies. Yes. And I don't know what it is about this particular year. Right. But I have spent the entire week with eyes as red as possible. Yeah. Like, I looked like I was from a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> and I had multiple meetings at work where I had to go talk to people who had never met me. Yeah. With with these bright red eyes. <laughs> like this it's Tennessee's fault. It's not my fault. So we got we got allergies, we got butt chugging. Yep. We've got country music. We've got country music. Like there's a lot to dislike all these of a sudden all about Tennessee. These all go together. These all go together somehow. There's a puzzle here that we have to solve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Master! <laughs> Do you want to hear that Ronnie Millsap record again? <laughs> um, we can't even get a baseball team here? No. I mean, Nashville that, sounds, but that's my... That right. doesn't count. Okay, good lord. My god. That's AAA for the oh, athletics. Wow. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. And, and AAA for the, for the A's is like... A double A team. Let's okay. Be <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I can say it. All right. You I can s- I can s- throw shade at the A's. Throw some shade. It's been a long time since they've been good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, did you ever watch Moneyball? Yes, I did watch Moneyball. Okay. Yeah. Thought it was great. Okay. So here's the issue I have with that movie. Okay. So the entire premise of the movie is Billy Bean came up with this great idea for how to build a winning team, right? Right, right. By the numbers. Okay. He he is the general manager for the A's. Yeah. 
Do you know how many world championships they've won with him as general manager? Zero. Zero. Not one World Series has been won with him <laughs> with him with this genius mess, uh, method. Right. All the other teams that used the method also used like way more money than every other team to buy their team. That I think is crucial, right? Yeah. Yeah. So his entire point is is moot. <laughs> yeah. Did they win more than they did before? They won more. They won more. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Every every small market team wins some and then loses some. Sure. That's what happens. Yeah. You win some, then you lose all your players because you can't afford them, and you start over. Then you get a good team and you win some. That's yeah, what happens. That's what happens. Sure. I don't. That upsets you. I and now, tell. now because of that, anytime I watch baseball. Instead of just normal statistics like number of home runs, batting average, I have to hear things about like on base percentage with balls in play. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's got kind of micro. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Billy Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still? Yeah. Really? I, I think he's moved up. I think he's their vice president of, uh. because they're really thrilled with the way he didn't help them win. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a that was a fascinating movie, though. Yeah, I mean it. It was fine. Just the idea of being that sort of like not caring about their personalities, or like they had that one guy who was I don't remember what his thing was, but he was kind of a psychopath. Yeah, like he was he was pretty. I mean, he was like fighting his own teammates like yeah. weekly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I think you want a team where they're all like that. Yeah, I think so, too. Nothing yeah. like the opposite of team camaraderie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go complete opposite. You want everyone hating everyone. <laughs> and you'll be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Marginally. Mm-hmm. Marginally successful. Yeah. But but to, to finish, uh, to put the nail in the coffin on this. Let's here. nail it. Okay. Um. The Kansas City Royals, your team, yes, when they won a World Series, they did essentially the opposite of everything he did. Ah. It doesn't matter. None of that nonsense matters. It's all overrated stuff where people just want to say a bunch of numbers. Yeah, it's a lot of numbers. I'm I'm waiting for everyone to start doing that with statistics throughout all of life all the time. Get that that yeah. level of, of micro with yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Just in, like, every job you have, every everything is a micro stat. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds like a great. hell of a way to live. But it's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone overanalyzes everything. I, I feel for people who, who's, whose lives are kind of lived like that by the numbers. Mm-hmm. I really do, because, I mean, you know, and that could be your weight, that could be your... Mm-hmm. bank account that could mm-hmm. be a lot of things you know just your favorite number yeah. imagine being the count on sesame street <laughs> i mean your life is completely by the numbers but he, he has joy though about it that's He's, true he likes his numbers he loves he's them. not a slave to them <laughs> he knows how to manipulate them uh-huh, uh-huh. when it's number four day he has fours dancing yeah clearly he's their king he's they're in his laughing thrall. the whole time yeah <laughs> He never seems sad about it. There, never once. There should be one episode of Sesame Street where the Count's just going through some stuff. 
<laughs> I, I think that's a seven. Good idea. Seven. Hmm. <laughs> Number of years I've been depressed. <laughs> oh boy. Meh. And then he just walks off the screen, and that's the <laughs> seven. <laughs> I. I think they should throw things in there just for adults like that. They should. Yeah. They should. I mean, someone needs to do an adult version of Sesame Street. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a matter of time. That's sort of what the Muppets were. Kind of. Kind of. Not adult kinda. enough. Not adult enough, no. I, I want I want puppets so foul that they can't be on network TV. <laughs> I think that those shows have been made. I want more of them. Okay. <laughs> this, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd be a yeah. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So if you're a, a TV producer. Puppeteer. We need you. Who a TV producer? Yeah. <laughs> we, we need the TV producer. TV producer slash puppeteer. Yeah. Rare combination. If you're a TV network listening to this going, oh, geez, I need to feel, fill a half hour block every week. Oh, man. There's just not enough shows left in the world. Oh, oh heck. Butt chugging puppets. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) We could call it like puppet fraternity or something. There we go. Yeah. Puppeternity. Oh, man. Find you something. A puppet frat show would be the best. That'd be the bomb. Oh, man. I I love everything about this. Puppet cheerleaders. Yeah. There'd be a lot. I mean, it's a frat, so there'd probably be a fair amount of puppet date rape. Oh, boy. We'd have to address we that to, in a, a, serious a serious way. A special. Yeah. An hour special. Uh, which it's going to be a little bit difficult to touch on such a serious subject uh, using puppets. Um, we'll do our best. I can't make any guarantees. Let's make that a Christmas episode. Okay. We'll roll two things together. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christmas, a little too much... Their party right before they go home for Christmas. That's it. That's it. A little too much eggnog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the puppets has to spend the entire Christmas holiday away from school. Yeah. Just thinking about the terrible things he's done. Yeah, in jail. Mm-hmm. Puppet jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with uh, f- fuzzy bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then he kills himself. Yeah, that's the end. He hangs himself by yeah. his own strings. Yeah. I mean, he realizes the error in his, his ways. ways. He's never going to be a good person. Twist. It was the Count who was depressed the whole time anyway. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven roofies. <laughs> Number of puppets who have died this year from butt chucking. Nineteen. <laughs> the, there should be in this show... <laughs> Can't do accents. A... Uh, you know how there's always like the the I don't know like RA or whatever they were yeah, called yeah, yeah, yeah. in a frat house yeah yeah I'm sure they're called something else there that, that's it there should be a count uh, style character I like this idea that, that counts everything yeah <laughs> once a speech and we have a visitor coming down hello 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 little visitor good night okay come get your hug come get your hug. Holden, would you like a show about puppets who who said bad words? Nice words, please. Nice words, please. Thank you. I agree. Nice he, words. He's not our audience. It's okay. <laughs> he's not our demographic. Mm-mm. All right. Okay. Good night, my love. Just tell everyone hello. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Good night. Okay. Good night, buddy. Love you. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly not a show for four-year-olds. No, no. That's what the real Sesame Street is for. That's right. Not Sesame Street. The college years. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street after dark. Oh, that's what we're. T- <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh man. What has happened to this podcast? There's just a bl- there's just a little street light glowing. Grouch comes out. It it turns out that uh, that Sesame Street is in the red light district. Yeah, we didn't know it because it's always in the day and there's not much happening during the day there. <laughs> there's puppets in lingerie dancing in boxes, clear boxes. Oh man, that's a depressing show. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe PBS hasn't done that one. Yeah, that's that's a winner. Well, HBO now they could do it. That's it. Wow. Get get that gritty Sesame Street. Oh, I like this idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we never have clearly stated where sesame street is actually located located yeah you assume new york but not we always ask can you tell us how to get there but you know what they never do no they don't it's really infuriating actually rizzo the rat is a smack dealer Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean really he is. He is. He is already. I, yeah. I think anytime you've seen Rizzo on any Muppet thing, <laughs> you know he's up to something. <laughs> he's a fucking rat. I mean, worst case scenario. I mean, best, best case, scenario, case scenario. He he is just like fencing some stolen goods. Yeah. yeah. That's best case scenario with yeah. that guy. Yeah. You absolutely. can't trust him at all. He's greasy. Yeah. He's real greasy. Uh, he, he probably has a three-card Monty game going at any given time. <laughs> He's got numbers for the whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh he's man, he's keeping up with the numbers. Yeah, you do not trust that guy. He he's a bookie. He's, he's totally. Gonna, he's about to lose all of his jobs though, because sports gambling is going to be legal. That's true. He's going to have to get legit. So no, no, he's going to have to go deeper. Oh, <laughs> down the sewers. Yeah, yeah. You will? Oh. I mean, he could go legit, but. What is what's deeper cockfights? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's still not legal. No dog fighting. Dog fighting. Yeah, he partners yeah. with Michael Vick. Michael Vick. No. Uh, you think Michael Vick ever lives that down? No, never, never, <laughs> never, never. I mean, even even now, it's he, been a long time. He has done his time mm-hmm. in prison. Mm-hmm. He came back. He had a successful NFL career afterwards. Yeah, yeah. The first thing everyone still thinks about is dogfighting. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's supposedly completely rehabilitated. All we think about. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's an, it's what you would think about. Yeah. It's yeah. an obvious go-to. I, yeah. what, what would he have to do for the immediate thought when you think of Michael Vick to not be that he drowned dogs? Something way worse. Only worse. Only worse. He couldn't do anything. No. Like, let's say, okay, he is on a plane. Okay. So is a terrorist. Yeah, uh-huh. The terrorist takes over the plane yeah. for another 9-11 style attack. Oh, boy. Michael Vick, on his own, rushes into the cockpit, <sighs> apprehends said terrorist, yeah. then lands the plane successfully. Oh, man. Is that enough to make people not immediately think about dogfighting. I still feel like all the, all the articles about that would be 
he's come a long way from dogfighting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, it's just hard. It's hard to get that image out of your head. Yeah. That and, you know, he's he's always standing by that fucking rat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a tough association to have. Yeah. With an anthropomorphic What's weird dealer. is Rizzo's definitely the boss in that oh, situation. absolutely. He is, yeah. He, I mean, he's clearly giving Vic the marching order. <laughs> he's feeding. He's feeding him all of his, uh, all of his stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so Vic, <laughs> yeah, he could if he did that. Mm-hmm. If he landed a plane, I mean, if it was a plane full of dogs, okay, maybe, maybe. I still don't. I I still think. <laughs> I like that's that's the best thing i can think of him doing yeah and i still feel like every every article would start with reformed dog drowner 20 years ago michael vick was in prison for dog fighting now he's saving a plane full of people like they would still immediately start by pointing out hey that guy he not great that's what he used to do yeah (laughs) um do you is that a scenario that ever happens? Like, do they ship dogs on planes? Like, a whole bunch of dogs from some country to some other country? I don't know. Like, a, just a big cargo fl- plane full of dogs? I, I have no idea how the dog industry works. Is this a plot of an Airbud movie that I'm not aware of? <laughs> Airbud Golden Pilot? <laughs> Airbud and the Spruce Goose? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what happened with those movies. I don't know why they existed in the first place. I, the first one seemed ridiculous enough, and then they're like, "Well, what if he played every other sport that ever existed? Lacrosse, yeah, <laughs> golf, all sports that require hands." Yeah, Airbud. Air he starts beating everyone at billiards. <laughs> He's the ping pong dog. I mean, every sport there's got to be an Airbud. Rizzo the rats over there getting numbers for. <laughs> Who's got 20 on air, bud? <laughs> 10 to 1 odds on the Golden Retriever. <laughs> hey, big guy, stick with me. Uh, You're going to be big around here. Big, hmm. I tell you. I, I, like, <laughs> I feel like whoever came up with the Airbud movies yeah. is the luckiest bastard ever. The gutless, spineless son of a bitch. They, they threw out what they knew was a completely garbage premise oh, for a movie. Like, it feels like they were waiting in the lobby to pitch something and went, I just realized my idea is already a movie. That was Homeward Bound. Yeah. We can't do that one. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. What if the dog played football? Well, what else happens in it? That's it. Whole thing. Dog plays football. He joins the football team. Good at football. All right, let's do it. <laughs> like that. That is yeah. that is some luck right there. Yeah. And then he made eight hundred thousand movies afterwards, <laughs> all with the same plot, just a different sport. Do you think in some way that was riding the success of something like The Sandlot, which was a great movie? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's like The Sandlot, but but. One of them's a golden retriever. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Imagine Benny the Jet Rodriguez. But he's not Benny the Jet Rodriguez. He's a dog. 
He's a dog. You're a goddamn genius. <laughs> we still walk around, uh, Jen and I. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, yeah. You're killing me. Oh, yeah. We, we have said that many times um, to my child, who does not understand what we're saying in general, let alone that reference. That movie made me want to play baseball, even though I am all thumbs and not an athlete. You don't have to be an athlete to play baseball. That's true. Right now, on your phone, look up Bartolo Colon. Is that a brand of cologne? No, it's a baseball player. Why do they always have the most interesting names? Well, you get a lot of uh, Spanish names, Hispanic names. But the nicknames, too. None of that was a nickname. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bar, how do you spell this? B a r t o l o. Oh, just like it sounds. Oh, Bartolo Colon. Okay, I'm trying to. Oh, oh yeah, he's. You do not have to be an athlete to play baseball. <laughs> he's not a healthy looking man. No, he. The other day, he's a pitcher. Yeah, uh, and, and he's like 45 now. Yeah, still playing. He is. Uh, the other day, he was pitching. And someone hit a line drive that hit him in the stomach. Oh, no. Did it absorb? <laughs> he, he, uh, like, they got the out. It bounced off him, and someone threw it to first, and they got the out. Yeah. Um, but he said after the game, it's okay. I've got enough belly. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a fat guy. <laughs> it says here he was uh, helping his dad harvest coffee beans. From the age of 9 to 14. That's the secret right there. That's it. He do does you, major charity work for his old community. Do you want your child to be good at sports? Yeah. Start some coffee harvesting. There you go. Oh, he does have a nickname. Well, I know he has a nickname. Oh, Big but Bartolo, sexy. isn't it? Yeah, Big Sexy. <laughs> yeah, big at sexy. one point, he was also uh, the Toad. Doesn't say I, anything about that I here. know I heard that somewhere. <laughs> because he's... Toad big like? fat guy. God. He's a big fat toad guy. Oh, man. He, he runs with it. It's fine. He's a very good he's sport. Into, he's into it, yeah. Um, and for anyone at home who uh, needs more uh, more encouragement that you don't have to be an athlete to play baseball, I uh, say go to YouTube, look up Bartolo Colon hitting, because mm. he has to bat when he plays in the National League. Sure. And... Uh, Dismal? Just a know, dismal. you can swing a bat that well. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, you know, I was thinking earlier about physical, uh, like pushing yourself physically. Mm-hmm. The most I ever, I, I've never been in shape, I would say. I'm not, you know, not so bad, not so good. I've never been like super in shape, though. And I took this fucking canoeing class in college. I already knew how to canoe. I'd been doing it for a couple of years. I wasn't great at it, but I knew how the whole thing operated. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But it, part of the class was you had to swim, I don't know, several laps in a pool to prove that you could save yourself from drowning before they would let you out on the river, right? That I feel like that doesn't prove that you can swim out of a river Right, at it's all. a totally different thing. <laughs> A pool is still. Oh, a river this river is... doesn't move. How right. nice. Well, are we in a... I think that's called a lake. <laughs> um, we had this discussion on nothing but a Bob thing. Yeah. 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 Mount McKinley. Yeah. Go listen to that, you guys. Um, 
so I swam the laps. I don't know how many laps it was. It was like an Olympic size pool. It was a fucking. It was a lot of swimming. Yeah. And I was so ex- I did it, but I was so exhausted by the end. I got out of the pool. Uh, my spine hurt. My head was pounding, and I threw up on the pavement. I've never felt. I don't think I've ever felt worse in my life. I, I, uh, I can't do swimming. Oh man, it was awful. I, I like to swim, but not like laps. Like I really don't. Yeah, I, I've tried all all the swimming things. It's just boring. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, even games. Yeah. Like in high school, we had to play water polo. In gym class. Wow. That was boring. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, when I say this, it's not like Olympic water polo where there's like a lot of physical activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like, I'm treading water. There's a ball. I'm going to try to doggy paddle over to that ball and throw yeah. it. I didn't do it. It seems Someone really else hard. Got there. <laughs> yeah, it actually seems very hard. Yeah. I will tell you, though, the other a couple weekends ago, I was surprised at myself. Now, it was a Nerf football. Yeah. We were just throwing the football in the backyard at my father-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. And everyone was impressed at how well I could throw it. And like, because of the spiral yeah, distance? Yeah, the, the spiral distance, all okay. of that. Accuracy. Okay. And I thought, for half a second, I thought, God damn, I have a hidden talent. I missed an opportunity. I mean, it's never too late. It's too late. <laughs> It's, if, if it's Tim so Tebow, too late, yeah. If Tim Tebow can play baseball now. He's playing baseball? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's his second season. He's in double A. Wowzers. Yeah. Okay. He's not great. Um, but if he can play baseball, surely you can play low-level semi-professional football. <laughs> and get creamed. Yeah. 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 You can be a third-string quarterback on a low-level semi-professional football team. Yeah, if, you, if you set your mind to it and they play with a Nerf football. <laughs> That's key, I think. I have to have a Nerf football. It has to be a Nerf It league. has to be a Nerf football. The first time I get sacked, it's over. There has to be a Nerf football league somewhere. That's, that would actually be a lot of fun. It's easy to throw. Yeah. I bet I bet if we looked into it, we could find that exists. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. No. No. No, it's too much effort to find out if that's real. We know all about the actual Quidditch team. Yeah. Though, yep. at, uh, what is that, uh, Southern California? Uh, UCLA. U- UCLA. Um, which I I had to bring this to your attention a few weeks ago. Yes, you did. Um, but I don't think we talked about it on the show. No, we didn't. Yeah. But uh, there, and you still haven't, I'm assuming, seen the whole documentary. No. You need to find the documentary. There's a whole YouTube documentary, you guys. Oh, there's a... No, it's on... There's a two-hour-long two documentary on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix? About oh, uh, this UCLA's t- uh, Quidditch team. From Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 Uh, in real life. Oh, boy. Like, it's not like imaginary Quidditch. They're playing real-life Quidditch. Not a video game. Yeah. No. Uh, trying to make it... They were trying to make it to the Quidditch World Cup. Oh, God, that's a thing. Uh, evidently. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just... They nerds. I, <laughs> I just have a hard time with that. It, mainly because from what I saw, mm-hmm. there's a guy or a gal. I would assume mostly a guy. Yeah. Women have some dignity. There was yeah. a guy running around being like, I'm the golden snitch. Yeah. And he has like yeah. a, a thing on his ass. <laughs> and if you grab that thing... Oh, 
Can't catch me. I'm a golden snitch. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone fashioned, like if they had a drone that they painted gold, they that had to would catch, actually be kind of cool. Uh, that someone was flying. Yeah. You know, and like they don't have a bat. They just have their, I mean, what do they have in Quidditch? They have their hands. Yeah. They, and, and a broom. I that think they're that's supposed it. to ride. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about it like it's a real fucking thing. It's not real. This is yeah. not real. No, it is. Well, it's a little real. <laughs> um, but in real life, instead of flying on a broom, yeah. they just run with a broom between their legs. <laughs> because, you know, why you not? Could, you could for, you could just forego the broom. It seems like a lot more fun game. Look, nerds need their sports, too. Okay. Of course they do. Now, which is nerdier? Okay. A nerdier way for them to get exercise, that or Pokemon Go? Uh, oh. I'd rather them do the Quidditch thing. I I do. I would, too. I, I would rather them do that than yeah. Pokemon Go. They have, a, <laughs> they have a, a finite goal in the Quidditch game, whereas Pokemon Go, it's like, I want the, I want the Charizard. <laughs> Don't say that like you know what you're talking about. I, that's one of, like, five Pokemon I know. Yeah. Five? I think I can name five. Name four more. There's Pikachu. Uh-huh. Uh, right, that, was a, that was a gimme. Two. Uh, there is Jigglypuff. That's three. Squirtle. That's four. One more. I may be stuck at four. You might be. I can see the desperation in your eyes. Not that I can think of any more either, but... So I could say whatever I want. Kind of. Unicorn man. <laughs> Super powerful. Super powerful. Pokemon. There, there's, I'm sure there's one that looks like a raccoon. I mean, a lot of them kind of Raccoonachu. Raccoonachu. <laughs> Why not? Rizzo the rat. Yeah. Achoo. I, okay, so I can name four Pokemon. <laughs> you can name four Pokemon. That's something you need to know about yourself. Yeah. Put that on your profile page. Yeah. <laughs> can name four Pokemon. <laughs> That says a lot about a person. I think, I think anyone who can name more than twenty-five Pokemon, I'm cutting them out of my life. <laughs> That's the rule. Well, buddy, you you can name more than twenty-five. No, no okay, way. I good. can name more than four. No, how many? Give me one other one. Uh, Bulbasaur. That, I don't know what that one is. It's a little fucking turtle with a flower on its back. I thought the Squirtle was the turtle. Well, it's a turtle, too. There's two, There's a couple of turtles. I don't know how many fucking turtles there are, man. Why, why do they keep coming up with these? How many do they really need? I mean, those are like show? some of the basic ones, man. But they're how just, many do they need? They don't need any of them. <laughs> Can't you just have, like, three and yeah. that's all you need in the show? Yeah. What if we could combine those sports, Quidditch and Pokemon Go? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And it just so turns out that the Golden Snitch is like a super powerful Pokemon. If you if you catch the Golden Snitch, you have to battle its Pokemon yeah. for, for victory. Yeah, and whoever loses has to butt chug. <laughs> Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. That sums up this episode. 